I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Kyle O'Quinn, Timothy Luau Cabarro, Joey Devine, Jinanu Oduaku, Nick Young, Sean Josh Eustis, musical guest Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, only singing Santa Claus is Coming to Town 11 times in a row. And now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi guys, how you doing? It's me, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine, and we're here with our special Christmas episode. So you know what that means, you guys. Sean Keen is here. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we did this last year, so we're running it back. Caitlin Gill, one of our favorite non-basketball fans, is here. Caitlin, how are you? Hi, I'm Caitlin Gill. I'm very good, and I, l- I know little to nothing about basketball. I mean, but that's the, the, the idea behind the episode. I would hope oh, yeah. so. Yeah. I, uh, as many times as someone has politely explained basketball to me, I still can't tell what's happening while it's happening and it makes me feel racist and it wouldn't matter <laughs> if the team was all white i couldn't follow it in high school when it yeah. was an all white team it wouldn't matter if it was purple aliens i still can't tell what person is doing what on the court and it makes me feel both dumb and racially at least insensitive if mm-hmm. not worse uh so yeah i enjoy basketball as a sport very much and i've just given in to never understanding it and liking it anyway yeah it's okay I- in the context of the NBA, it is not racist to get the players confused with each other, in my opinion. Okay, that's a relief. It wouldn't matter, is what I know intellectually. Yeah. There's still this emotional component where it's like, wow, I can't tell those black guys apart. That yeah, does right, right, feel right. not good. Yeah. That mm-hmm. doesn't feel right. 
Yes, and there are also occasionally twins. So oh well, I didn't even yeah. know that was a factor. Yeah, yeah there are twins. There Who's are seven on the there same team. Two sets of twins. No, oh. That would be I would that the, would truly briefly. Well, yes. here's a here's a really <laughs> sad thing for you, Caitlin. So there were these two twins that both one played in Phoenix. One set of okay. twins that played in Phoenix, uh-huh. and they loved each other so much that they signed a contract together. That's real sweet. Yeah, they were like it was like four years, and then some amount of money, and the team was like, "You guys can divide that." However, oh, you want. Oh, that's the sad part. I thought they no. got it was well, two no. twins in like one contract. The oh. sad part is that then they traded one of the twin brothers like two months later. That's cold. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, unnecessarily. Yeah, cold. But yeah, those guys share a bank account. They share oh, clothes come and on. stuff. That, that yeah. they're those kind of identical twins. I don't know. Maybe we're breaking up some unhealthy codependency here. That maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, those it's guys pretty should be bad. playing. It's <laughs> Although it wouldn't make it easier for me. I wish those guys could play together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me too. The Morris twins. One is in Boston. The other is in Washington now. Yeah. I'll look out for them and yeah. not be able to tell them <laughs> anyway. There was a rumor that one of them was hurt during the playoffs, and there was a rumor that there oh, had been a switcheroo. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Oh, that's a great movie, you guys. Um, and then there's the Lopez twins. Uh, Who are not identical. They're not identical. They're wacky, they also though. also sound like the most popular guys in school. Do yeah, you see what Ro- the Lopez twins were wearing? Yeah. Uh, they're definitely not. Robin looks like Sideshow Bob. Oh, that's yeah. great. In fact, one time, he looks so much like Sideshow Bob that one time, I think it was his rookie year, he was the player of the game. And they were like, Robin, now that uh, you're the player, this is your first great big game as a rookie, what are you going to do next? And he looked in the... Uh, Cameron went, I'm going to kill Bart Simpson. Oh, my God. I love that. If he gets a D Bart D tattoo, yeah. he is my favorite person in the world. Do you think those? Yeah, they kind of don't. They don't seem to like each other as much. Like there's not there's no dream for the Lopez twins to reunite somewhere. They seem like they like they were both playing in New York City for two years mm-hmm. And Brooke lived with a different Lopez brother, but not Robin. Oh, that's real. Yeah, yeah. They weren't on the same team, Brooke. but they were. You know, I mean, it's typ- typical brothers, brother familial yeah. uh, so stuff. We're going to be in the uh, same city, mess. and we're both going to be playing he's professional basketball. I'm not going to stay at your house. Well, from Modesto. I mean, yeah. the, the oh, cow really, that's, that's you know. Okay, honestly. That's kind of the final straw. That's the minimum level of dysfunction you can have once leaving Modesto. Officially, the reason was that they're cats don't get along oh come on yeah now. yeah the cats so. are fighting <laughs> and they both talk and like they this. both talk like this they both just I get really I hate you broke each other man i love basketball <laughs> i really gotta follow All right. Well, let's do you want to talk about let's just get to the news. I think you'll enjoy these news stories, even not knowing that much about the it NBA. It seems like it's been an exciting week in basketball news. Maybe I'm missing that every week is exciting. Every but... week is exciting. But this week specifically had some very funny news stories. This is Round Ball Rock News. 
Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Let's talk about Bar Mitzvah Man first, though. This is right now the NBA story of the year. Yeah, this is... <laughs> it. They are not... I don't think they're going to top this. So Kyle O'Quinn, the backup center for the New York Knicks, who mm-hmm. I want to make clear to you, Caitlin, is not famous. <laughs> Uh, it is important to distinguish that for me because a famous basketball player, it's all a relative right. measure. Yeah, uh, he's he's 27 years old. You know, like, he was a second-round pick. I think he's in the sixth year of his career or something. Uh, he has a side gig now where he goes to bar mitzvahs. And the article is incredible. He... Here, let me just read some classic some classic quotes from this article for everyone. Uh, quote, one thing I can say about these families, they all know how to party. (laughs) (laughs) The the parties are crazy. I did one, did two, and the next thing you know, I was just Bar Mitzvah Man. (laughs) (laughs) Which, Bar Mitzvah Man is just like an all-time NBA nickname It's one of the greatest nicknames. (laughs) Uh, Because there's definitely like an established precedent for people who were teammates with Michael Jordan would like go to events at nightclubs and like this sure. is the VIP section these VIPs from the Bulls are here uh yeah that's kind of a thing <laughs> where like athletes everywhere can yeah. just get paid to be in the room so people can be like I was in the room with yeah. that athlete and I know that I mean there's like a culture of you know high class entertainment maybe even mm-hmm. one upsmanship in planning a bar mitzvah uh-huh but acquiring a non-famous basketball player to just stand like twice the size of all the children assembled is totally adorable to me. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me read this quote to you. (laughs) A lot of times I go and I stay longer than I'm supposed to because it's so much fun. This is the cutest. The food's always good. The only thing that gets a little overwhelming is the kids. Sometimes they don't listen to the structure of the party and it just gets loose. important ritual you're becoming a man there's a tradition here it's not all just dancing and you know cash yeah so like although the cash is awesome you basically have affluent new york area jewish teenagers mm-hmm. and this 610 professional basketball player whose main job main like skill is like pushing people yeah right would you say yeah <laughs> honestly he's built for this work that's a pushy crowd 13 year olds true yeah you yeah. gotta be ready Physically and mentally. He does say in the article that basically what happens when he first shows up is everyone just starts yelling selfie, selfie, Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat. (laughs) And then he's like, but once we get all that out of the way, then we just have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I think he's now maybe a New York Dicks legend. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, My question for you, Sean. Yeah. Is. So now that we've learned that this is a market. Yes. Which NBA player should become quinceanera guy? Oh, well, do, do you think it needs to be... Does it need to be a Latino player? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, no, Kyle O'Quinn's Quinn not Jewish. Bar Mitzvah guy. Yeah. <laughs> so quinceanera, it's, it skews a little older. Um, I honestly think Isaiah Thomas is a ton of, would be a ton of fun at a quinceanera. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas is a... Uh, He's the shortest player in the league. I think I remember. I'm aware of him culturally. He's got so, a lot of heart. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Isaiah. And he yeah. has the same name as a much more famous basketball player from 30 years ago. I'm going to ask so. a question I'm afraid yeah. is stupid. Was yeah. he a piston? 
That yes, was the, the original, original Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. That's correct. There's a new Isaiah Thomas. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there are two. We're talking about the second. Yeah. But I'm not wrong. The first had that name and was also on the team I said out loud. Yes. You were correct. Oh, you were yes. absolutely job. I correct. can't tell you how exciting that yeah. moment is for me. In fact, we this isn't on our news, but Isaiah, the old Isaiah Thomas was also in the news this week. Did you oh, yeah. see that clip? He, he made up with Magic Johnson. That was like... I should send you that clip, Caitlin, because I, uh, I saw it floating around and it seemed like it would make me cry. So I haven't it watched it yet. Definitely will make you cry because it is two grown men crying and hugging and apologizing to each other for things they did 30 years ago. Well, it's, it's also weird because it's like the apology was for not being a better friend. Yeah. But it wasn't like they had like an NBA related. Oh, was oh, it was because of the dream team, right? Well, there were lots of issues there oh okay uh like uh if i remember right the reason they stopped being friends is because when magic johnson got hiv uh isaiah thomas uh was saying it was because magic johnson was gay i believe Uh uh-huh uh now granted the background of this story is these guys were friends they met in the finals in consecutive years and they would kiss each other on the cheeks before the game started um and then well, so Things happen where they didn't see. speak to each other for thirty years, and yeah. now they're 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 back together. Yeah. Good good job, guys. Wait, and wait, it's guys. it's a nice dichotomy because everybody loves Magic Johnson, sure. even his playing day rivals. Like everybody, he and Larry Bird hated each other. Now they're best friends. It like is really everybody, hard to not like Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah, everybody comes around. And Isaiah Thomas is kind of grew more disliked the more he played. Like, yeah. he got yes. bitter. Uh, he sexually harassed some people when he yeah. worked for the Knicks. Honestly, Just... who didn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's a nightmare. Um, but it was very sweet that yeah. they made up. Yeah, It was just nice to see, again, the NBA is, like, so far ahead of the curve culturally where, like, these like sixty-year-old men are like openly crying on TV and hugging each other, and like toxic masculinity is out in the yeah. NBA. Yeah. yeah, processing trauma is in. Yeah. <laughs> but you are my brother. Let me apologize to you if I hurt you. That we haven't been together, and God is good to bring us back together. Am I right? I know, man. It hurt me, too. <laughs> Come here, man. Um, speaking of processing trauma, uh, I don't know a lot about this story, Sean. Yeah. But uh, someone stole Charlie Villanueva's toilet? Yes. So Charlie Villanueva <laughs> is a basketball player who uh, I think he went to UConn. He went to UConn, yeah. Uh, he was a high first-round pick, kind of bounced around the league, got a big contract with the Pistons. He is... 33 years old, and he's been out of the league for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, his home in Dallas was burglarized, and part of it was his toilet got stolen. Was it like a cool toilet that cleans your butt? It is not clear. <laughs> he just posted a picture of the hole in his bathroom. <laughs> I mean, uh, he... He his his series of tweets. Uh, he's his Twitter handle is CV Believe, which of no one believes. Uh, <laughs> Appliance is all gone. Like, are you serious? This is mind blowing. At Dallas PD, I'm still tripping. Who steals a toilet? Like, why a toilet? 
One toilet at Dallas PD still not at my house. I'm still in shock at the things you stole. Uh, I think he's like hand face emoji five times. But the one that stand out the most is a toilet. Bro, a toilet? Can't get my mind off that. A toilet. Wow. Five toilet emojis. Uh, he said he called four times about the stolen toilet and the Dallas PD had a slow response. Look, Dallas PD probably terrible. Because mm-hmm. they are a big city police department. I'm going to give them a pass on this toilet theft thing. <laughs> it the feels like gone. the kind of thing where I'm sure they eventually responded, but that's not something where they're like, we better get some cars out there. To quick. Charlie Villanueva's house. Yeah. There are several people bleeding out actively for murders occurring <laughs> as this phone call is being made. Yeah. But definitely the toilet that is absolutely gone. We'll be right on that. Yeah. The other thing to know about Charlie Villanueva is that he has alopecia, oh, which means he has no, no hair, hair on yeah. his yeah. body. Yeah. And once Kevin Garnett was bullying him that on the court. But it was definitely one of the toilets that cleans your butt real good. I'm just yeah, putting oh, it out Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's got to be like just pretty saying. big concern. Yes. Uh, yeah. What did Kevin Garnett? Kevin Garnett call called him a cancer, him a cancer patient. patient, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards he was like, no, 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 no. I meant he was like a cancer to his team. And was everyone like, well, was like, no, that's no, a no, lie. That's not, not what you meant. <laughs> also, yeah, it's not better. But so Kevin Garnett stole his toilet, right? I'm, yes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> uh, the ESPN story about it ends with another Twitter user created the handle at stolen underscore toilet. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. stolen toilet was taken, clearly. <laughs> I mean, And responded to one tweet. Yeah, he said, Charlie, are you looking for me? <laughs> not really that clever, but. I like it's not yeah i mean <laughs> oh the poor guy all right this one also isn't on our news rundown but caitlin brought it up and oh, i yeah. realized uh so another weird thing it was a it was a weird news week for the nba because a uh, a truck crashed into evan turner's pool oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> In was that in Portland? Yes, it was in Portland. And it was a semi truck. Yeah, a semi truck drove off the road into Evan Turner's pool. Oops. Yeah. I mean, at least it was the pool, and not the house. Oh, for sure. That is a huge plus. As long as you weren't actively swimming at the time, that is definitely better. I mean, you're in Portland. I don't know why you're you have a swimming. pool in the first place. I don't know place. why you have a pool. You're yeah. definitely not swimming. I don't know if it's a pool so much as just where the rain collected in his backyard. <laughs> I mean, it's like everyone it's a in Portland park, has a pool. Right? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. I guess the the driver's okay. Yeah, someone saved the driver. Not Evan Turner. Someone who saw the. Yeah, but Ev, there was a picture of Evan Turner standing near the truck in the pool. Yeah, it looks awful. I don't really <laughs> understand. Oh, I guess it's just a tight curve. I suppose mm. if your giant basketball mansion is right off the highway. Holy shit! This is a this is actually an inspiring story that eight people, apparently not including Evan Turner, yeah. saved the guy. Like somebody held his head out of the water. They got the jaws alive. That's amazing. Good job, people of yeah. Portland. Look for the helpers. Way to yeah. go, everybody. <laughs> team is team is having some trouble right now, but uh, you know, lives are still being saved. <laughs> um. All right. Should we go to our Christmas-themed news story? Yes, definitely. All right. So before we get to this story, we should probably explain to Caitlin the, 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 uh, what Kyrie Irving is like now. Okay. So Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. um, last year this starts. So he was, a, he was a star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Young. Right. Yeah, okay. Like, yep. Like, yep. Very All talented. Right. 
last year. I've seen this person at basketball games at your house, Joe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So last year he uh, he he hit the game-winning shot in the 2016 finals, oh, the finals-winning cool. shot. Yeah, I bet that was uh, probably a good feeling for him. Yeah, he yeah. was probably pretty. So <laughs> Joey looks pretty <laughs> mad. <laughs> so so last year, uh, what he claims is like sort of a prank or a social media experiment. He started talking about how the he earth thought the flat. earth was flat. Great, cool, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, his new shoes have the all-seeing eye on the tongue because he's like, uh, I want people who own my it. shoes to like not believe. He said he did. He, people <laughs> shouldn't trust books, the media, <laughs> and like, like, like I have described I him. Love to hate him. I have described him as the NBA's Joe Rogan. Okay. I yeah. think he is more of the NBA's Jaden Smith. I'm liking hating yeah. him less, yeah. but I like both of those. Does he not realize like the the eye is like a singular symbol? It's one eye. So if it's on the tongue of both of your shoes, it's just sort of a weird face looking at you. Yeah. It's well, like, no, it's on the inside. Oh, the tongue. inside. Yeah. It doesn't help. Now but it's a weird face looking only at you. But and you not have others. two shoes and two eyes. Yes. So. My dog has decided that there's a ghost under Joey's chair. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Once again, my dog is here. And currently making a weird noise. Shouts to shouts to Major Margaret Major Margaret Hot Lips Houlihan. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm a single parent. I'm just distracted. Yeah. Uh, so the things he he has said that the moon landing is fake. Yeah. He says uh, the uh, he says there are aliens, but the Earth is also flat. There are aliens. Uh, he became a <laughs> vegan this year. He is like he wants to open communes. Yeah. He. It's like he. He feels like a 25-year-old who went to one semester of college. Say, yeah, he does sound yeah. like a and college And then came back and it's just like... He's been a college like, sophomore for like seven years. Yeah, except whatever online university it's... Yeah, it's like Joe Rogan University <laughs> that he went to. He also at one point described himself as, quote, very much woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, not surprisingly, had some thoughts... About, about the holiday, the holiday of Christmas. Uh, Sean, would you like to read this quote? Uh, I would like to hold on. Let me pull up this quote real fast. Uh, they asked him about <laughs> he he. So they asked him because he they he's on the Celtics. He forced to trade to the Celtics. He didn't want to play with LeBron anymore, and that's like encouraged him. And now he has like a team with some younger guys. Here, that, I have the quote. Oh, great, great, great. Kyrie Irving, quote, the hoopla on Christmas. I don't really get into that. I don't I don't really necessarily think of Christmas as a holiday. I, I mean, mean <laughs> I'm not a Christian. I'm an atheist, and I still understand that Christmas, Christmas is a holiday. Christmas is like the holiday, it right? It is a holiday. I <laughs> mean, I mean just it. <laughs> it's indisputably a holiday. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like <Here's> you don't <laughs> You don't have to be a Muslim to recognize that Ramadan is a holiday. Right, yes, that it is a calendar event marked annually by mm -hmm. various festivities. Can't mm -hmm. really can't really get around that. Around, I don't know, flat earth is funny because you can't <laughs> get around anything. Uh, I watched a little thing about flat earthers and where they get their ideas, and it's literally all, all of them across the board. It's just YouTube videos of other people yeah. who have decided the earth is flat talking into YouTube, and that is the saddest... Like, oh, you're in a circular loop. You are right. in a cycle, yeah. and yeah. you can't see that you are not on a – you're not on a flat anything. You're on a round earth and a mm -hmm. round cycle of dumb thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this might explain some of it. He listens to audiobooks when he goes to sleep, and so I think he's maybe 
just only catching pieces and believing he's hearing whole sentences. Also, perhaps conflating the reality in his ears with the surreality of dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what Kyrie. Is. So he doesn't. Christmas is a holiday, Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to hear more of his argument. This just seems like a wild. This like, seems like his. This people? seems like his craziest take yet. Like. <laughs> Okay, the earth is flat. Like, I get it. That's a thing that people believe that it's wrong. Yeah. But I think most flat earthers would be like, no, man, Christmas is a holiday. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. <laughs> in fact, I think flat earthers are more likely to believe in Christmas, right? Doesn't it kind of seem like a, uh, like, like sort of a fundamentalist Christian belief, maybe? Weirdly, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Same with there aren't dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, he God. definitely does not believe that dinosaurs existed. That is a funny one. Isn't yeah. there a football player who has that same belief? There's lots of football yeah, players that have that belief. It's but, just such a funny, like part of it, Kyrie feels like he's doing something slightly like a dumb high art performance. Where it's just performative. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of young guys on the Celtics who are now like really look up to him. <laughs> and so now it's this weird. It's like they, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Celtics wear green because they're a bunch of goddamn Grinches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's too much money. I mean, I guess. I, I, I just do what you want, I suppose. Believe the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sean, is there another piece of news you wanted to talk about? Uh, do you want to talk about. Do you want to so talk about. profoundly affects the game. I can't. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, we do have an NBA player who is in jail currently, but he his work release allows him to practice and play in games, provided they're in the state of California. That is so funny. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, the best and worst. <laughs> That's I mean, it a was... weird metaphor for how we treat young black men. I'm assuming this is a black man. It is. Yeah. It is, yeah. And it's drunk driving, so it's like both... It feels like fair and less a part of the prison industrial complex oddly yeah that is like a civic debt he's repaying in some way that isn't the same as like you know uh, just other horrible crime like we've agreed that no matter who you are you can't do that that's yeah Yeah. it wasn't that long ago but we're all like hey nobody gets to do that you at least at minimally you have to be terribly inconvenienced that is the punishment no matter who you are yeah i wonder if he's like acting out at practice because the coach will be like look you guys better focus on these defensive drills or you guys are all gonna run laps and in his head he's like that's a time running laps i wouldn't be in jail right (laughs) adding three hours of push-ups to every practice yeah they played an overtime game this week and he had to just be like he's he's so excited there's just a van idling outside with a board guard god i hit a shot What if he escapes from a Laker game? Um, oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> he gets smuggled out <laughs> in like a uniform laundry thing. Fake See, injury he had a twin brother. The That's the guy who needs a twin brother. Yeah. Honestly, every felon wishes that they were a twin. Yeah. He's but, got one of the great NBA names, too. We haven't said it yet. His yeah. name? Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's that's yeah. Yeah. He's Great the NBA, the young pope of the NBA. 
I feel like that name can only be written in gold. Like, yeah. no matter what color yeah. pen you use to write that name, it just turns gold yeah. on everything. Um, all right, Sean, you want to read your short story? Yeah, this is... Um, I I submitted this to the New Yorker a couple months ago, and uh, they finally rejected it. I kind of feel like they might have... Uh, there might have been some plagiarism involved. But anyway, I just want you guys to enjoy my short story, uh, Cat Person, K-A-T person <laughs> Carl Anthony met Tom on a Wednesday night in June in Minneapolis he was working out in the weight room of the Target Center when Tom came in wearing a sweatsuit and holding a two liter bottle of Red Bull wow I didn't even know they sold Red Bull in that size said Carl Anthony they special order it for me I got a connect in the warehouse in Cicero then Tom lifted the bottle to his lips with both hands chugged for 15 consecutive sentences and announced that he had to study film the season doesn't start for another four months, said Carl Anthony. It never stops, said Tom. Carl Anthony thought this was strange, but the next time he saw Tom, he was wearing a different sweatsuit, but the same color, and holding a three-liter Red Bull. You must be thirsty, said Carl Anthony as he finished his set of bench presses. Oh, I'm not drinking this yet. Carl Anthony flinched like he'd said something wrong. But Tom continued, I've got to put it on ice, 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 ice. Carl Anthony smiled warily as Tom explained. You know, like pick-and-roll defense. He added, Hey, give me your number. I want to text you about some defensive principles. Over the next few weeks, the two of them chatted back and forth. Carl Anthony was sometimes confused by Tom's shorthand and that he would send images of objects instead of their emoji equivalents. But whenever Carl Anthony was slow to reply, Tom would text back in all caps. It felt like Carl Anthony was being yelled at. Sometimes Carl Anthony wondered if Tom ever slept because he'd get texts about zone principles as late as four in the morning. Carl Anthony had had coaches before, sure, but they were always younger and more stylish. His short-term college fling, John, wore fancy suits, but didn't seem to pay much attention to what Carl Anthony did outside of practices and games. He'd get an occasional congratulatory text, but usually John communicated only via Venmo payments. One day, Tom asked him to come to a movie theater. And it's mandatory, he added in all caps. Carl Anthony was hoping for a light-hearted comedy or a superhero movie, but instead, the theater was showing a Timberwolves game against the Denver Nuggets from January. Tom seemed tense, muttering under his breath and throwing popcorn into his mouth with machine-like regularity. But midway through the third quarter, when the film showed Carl Anthony recovering to block a shot at the rim, Tom reached over and held his hand. His hand was somehow bone-dry and soaking wet at the same time. Tom held his hand uncomfortably hard, breathing hard. Carl Anthony was excited and repulsed as the scent of Ben Gay and old coffee seemed to come off the hand itself. They sat this way for nearly half an hour until the sight of Ricky Rubio airballing a three-pointer seemed to infuriate Tom. You want to get out of here, he said. They waited in line outside a dive bar where Tom insisted they had the best boiler makers in the Midwest. Carl Anthony tried to tell him he was too young to drink, but the vein popping in Tom's forehead told him to keep quiet. They drank together in silence, punctuated only by Tom demanding more picklebacks and returning to the jukebox to play the same song, Wichita Lineman. Carl Anthony was feeling unsure of himself and more than a little drunk. The sight of the top of Tom's butt crack emerging from the top of his track pants repulsed and excited Carl Anthony. He stood up, unsteady on his feet and wobbly, the same way he felt when he tried to meet a ball handler at the rim. He headed to the bathroom. As he closed his eyes at the urinal, he felt a presence next to him. Tom was peeing right next to him, even though there was a whole row of open urinals. Carl Anthony quickly zipped up, washed his hands, and told Tom he was tired. Oh no, Tom said. You can rest when you're retired. <laughs> the rest of the night was a blur. 
They went back to Tom's place, and there was a haze of shuttle runs, push-ups, and a very awkward hour-long sauna. By the time Tom drove Carl Anthony home, he was confused, upset, and sad. Carl Anthony didn't go back to the locker room for a few weeks, but he got a series of texts from Tom the whole next week. Are you watching film right now? Are you resting? Are you? Are you? Lazy ass. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns' rights belong to the Timberwolves through the 2021 season. <laughs> so that was Cat Person, everybody. Wow. It's a good story, Sean. Thanks. It was it was, yeah. <laughs> it's important to share. It's weird that you took a that uh, you you took a thing that actually happened to me in my life and put it in your story. Well, I mean, some of Where... I was going to split the book deal with you. But... <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So let's explain. The premise of this episode yes. before. Um, so we did this last year with Caitlin. So Caitlin's a non-basketball fan. Mm-hmm. And Christmas is a time where us basketball fans have to hang out with other non-basketball fans. Right. But also, they're the best games of the year. Yeah, they try to make premium games. The The NBA does this on a couple holidays. They also do this on MLK Day. Yeah. But Christmas is like... The best matchups, and there's games on from 9 in the morning until the last game's probably at 7.30 at yeah. night. So especially if you're having trouble with your family, it's yeah, a great escape. Yes. Yeah, uh, And they wear special jerseys. And they try to make premium matchups. So we want to explain to, to Caitlin and to yes. anyone who wants to just enjoy these games without necessarily being paced, but you want to follow the narrative of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and we're just going to go through the games and break down like what you need to know narrative wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so your first game. Yes, 9 of the day. 9 a.m. Uh-huh. The Philadelphia 76ers versus the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> All right. It sounds like we're describing like a 1920s <laughs> duel setup between two like two These other These are two have of the older teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one really calls them the Knickerbockers, but they've been around forever. Um and the 76ers uh, are have they also they they used to be they've only been in Philadelphia for a little while because the Warriors used to play there. They were previously a team called the Syracuse Nationals, and they I guess adopted a bicentennial theme because they were they were like a oh they're an ABA team. Well, I don't know. Anyway, they they uh yeah they eventually had their heyday in the in the late seventies. They had Dr. J yeah. was on their team, um, but. But yeah, they have they have a weird bicentennial theme. But the good thing about it is they do have a mascot, which is a a uh, dribbling Ben, fancy Franklin. dribbling Ben. Franklin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the best logo in the NBA. I mean, right I know now. that you guys are you think dribbling and you see a basketball. I just see a drooling old man. As oh, soon as yeah. you said dribbling Ben Franklin, oh. I got a very cool image of what that, that yeah, could, like that that's him be. in Paris yeah. negotiating <laughs> uh, negotiating <laughs> an <laughs> armistice <laughs> very slowly. Because look at all these prostitutes. Uh, that's my Ben Franklin impression. I think that was accurate. So there, that's the that's the Knicks and the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, and so um, let me just give you a look at what these teams are like. The Seventy Sixers were intentionally terrible for the last three or four years, just losing games on purpose so they could get high draft picks, um, like refusing to sign any free agents. They were playing yes. the long game. They were, they were purposefully the losing. Yeah, and meanwhile, the Knicks. Uh, have spent the last two decades 
trying so hard to win, but every lo- but like, lo- everything they did mortgaging was mortgaging the future. <laughs> so like if you combine both of these two approaches, the Sixers just like selling out their fans, just pocketing money, <laughs> t- taking shared money, and the Knicks mortgaging the future, overpaying, let like old doddering white men make financial decisions. You get like the Republican tax plan with those two teams combined. <laughs> um and so that'll definitely make it easy to talk about but around the thing. So these the two table. teams were hopeless until this year, and now there's a lot of hope in both of them, I would say. Right? Yeah, because they each have um, a couple of transcendent players. Um, the 76ers have a – is he 7'2"? Uh, yeah, he's 7'2". Seven 7'2", two. Seven two, uh, African center named Joel Embiid, who speaks, like, four languages. I think he started playing basketball at, like, 14. He's, like, the ultimate tr- Twitter troll. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he – he very famously last year said that uh, Rihanna said she'd take him on a yeah, date he if he made the All Star team. Was heavily, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he his, the first three years of his career he missed the first two because of injury, and he only played uh, like forty percent of the games last year, and now he's in the league and just dominating. Yeah, he's really good. Um, and then the Knicks have this seven foot. Uh, He's uh I think he's from Lithuania. He's Latvian. Oh, he's Latvian. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Seven foot Latvian yes. named Kristaps Porzingis. Uh and he's a skinny and his, seven three guy who who like reigns three. And his nickname is the Unicorn. Yeah. And he's like owned like the fact that his nickname is the Unicorn. <laughs> like he'll take pictures with like a unicorn mask, like of him doing it. stuff. Yeah. And he has like an unblockable shot because he's seven yeah, foot three. Yeah, because he's seven foot yeah, three. No yeah, one... there's nothing you can't really do much about that. Uh, yeah, so he's been awesome, and uh, even even last night when the uh, the we're recording this on Friday the twenty second. Not that you guys care. Uh, last night the they upset the Boston Celtics, and he shot O of eleven, and he quoted Kobe Bryant, who said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take," and he said, "Well, last night." And that's very funny. Very funny. Also, English not his first language. Both these guys very funny in like their third language. Yeah. Uh, The other thing about Chris Porzingis is he, when he came over, like he's from Latvia, but apparently he was like so obsessed with American culture. Like when he came over here, his he was like, oh. I go to a world star hip hop every day. That's yeah. my favorite <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I that's would say like, that's <laughs> not the best of us, but like, I don't know. Maybe that's okay. Maybe yeah. that's not a bad place to start. Yeah, like his role model is Carmelo Anthony, who is no longer on the Knicks, but is like, you know, early in his career, did a video where he discouraged people in Baltimore from snitching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's really cool i love that yeah. <laughs> uh and the other thing that i think is is funny about this is like the sexiers had this really specific strategy where they were gonna build and do everything right and wait for their young guys to emerge and the knicks were just like a drunk guy throwing darts at a list of free agents, <laughs> and the Knicks are three games ahead of the 76ers yeah. this year. <laughs> the Knicks are m- much more likely to make the playoffs than the Sixers this season. Um, but, yeah, that should be a fun game because it's like hope for two 
desperate fan bases. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Uh, they the Knicks also this year have acquired a guy who was the second pick in the draft like seven years ago, and since then like played in China, bounced around the league. Uh, his name is Michael Beasley. He has a tattoo on his arm that's uh, it's on his it's back on his back that says "Super Cool Bees." <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's been just awesome, been kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like such a New York City player yeah. too. Uh, he also claimed he uses eleven percent of his brain now, not ten percent of yeah. his brain, and that's the reason <laughs> he's been so good. I love these theories. He rules. <laughs> um, all right, your next game. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you probably know it's uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers okay. versus the uh-huh. Golden State Warriors. Oh yeah, uh huh. Um, they've played together before. Yeah, this they've played <laughs> Joey, in yeah. three finals in a row, and this will be their third consecutive Christmas Day game. All right, uh, which they kind of alternate whether it's in Oakland or Where Cleveland. Where is it this year? Uh, it's in Oakland this year. It's in Oakland nice. this year. They were in Cleveland last year. Uh, no Steph Curry. Okay. Steph Curry's injured. Oh, actually, maybe was it in Oakland last year? I don't remember. Anyway, the 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 Cavaliers won a very close game last year on Christmas, and then in the rematch, the Warriors beat them by like thirty points. Yeah, did it? Has it accurately indicated what will happen in the finals no, in the past? No. It's been the opposite. That's it. Hasn't been the opposite. It's, it's just been. Well, yeah, like last year, the Cavs won by one, and then the Warriors won a finals, which was not particularly close no. in five games. And in, uh, in 2015, who won their game? The Warriors won by six and then lost the finals. Yeah. So, uh, which was kind of a kind of a fighting game. Like, there was a lot of contact. and Yeah. yeah are they going to be all pissy with each other? Are they super mad? Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird because they, it feels like they have a lot of sort of mutual respect. Yeah, at this point, other. you've really been through the ringer together, and no one, like no one, no one thinks the other one sucks or anything. Yeah, and a lot of the teams are full of like the same core players, and then each team seems to, in the off season, always pick up a bunch of veterans who really want to just try to win a title. Right. So those guys are both very motivated, but also tend to not have a lot of history with anybody. Yeah, they're not they're not the drama queens I'm imagining. Yeah. Uh LeBron's best friend Dwayne Wade, who is married to Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. uh signed with Cleveland. So they used to play together in Miami <laughs> and this is their first year together in Cleveland. So yeah. it's, it's kind of a bromance. That's um, sweet. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Oh, they it's like the bromance. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah. LeBron famously ordered food for Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. And Gabrielle Union was like, don't, Dwayne doesn't like sea bass, LeBron. And LeBron was like, he'll like it. Don't he ordered him sea bass. And, and now sea bass is Dwayne Wade's favorite food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, when I, when I had dinner um, with my parents and my girlfriend's parents before my show last night, sea bass was the special. And I was like, this is a good omen. I'm getting it. It's a good yeah. omen. It's a good fish. Yeah. Um, oh, and Steph Curry is not playing. Yeah, that's Steph the, Curry is what hurt. What did Steph Curry hurt? He sprained. He hurt his, his ankle. ankle. Is he gonna be okay? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, I hurt frankly, my ankle I'm... at about the same time as him, and it's it's still bothering me. <laughs> oh. Uh, but frankly, my question here, Sean, is yeah, do you have Cavalier Golden State Warrior fatigue? Because I kind of do. I really wish they were playing someone else. Oh, on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know who you would match them up with instead. I mean, I mean like, 
the the problem is they make the schedule early enough that it, uh you would you would maybe want the rivalry game to instead be like Cleveland versus Boston because yeah. that's where Kyrie Irving went but they also played on the first night of the season so you know they kind of pick their premium spots um no i think i think this is the right matchup because I mean, they're both probably going to meet in the finals again. So, <laughs> yeah. It's um is there any kind of like movie equivalent to this? This is like this is like when uh like Ant-Man if- fights the Falcon in the middle of his game <laughs> even though you know the real battles happening during Civil War. Of course, it's exactly yeah. like that. <laughs> And uh, I would say the equivalent of Ant-Man is probably Nick Young. Is he the Ant-Man of the NBA? No. Weirdly, I was going to say Isaiah Thomas again. Because <laughs> oh, he's tiny? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to our next matchup. Yes. Uh My phone is dead, Sean. Oh, You're the Washington Wizards are playing at the Boston Celtics. This is like the 2.30 game. Okay, so this is a fun one. So <laughs> this is maybe the NBA's weirdest rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it was one. Uh, Well, it started last year. Okay, that mm-hmm. doesn't count. Where the Wizards kept wearing all black to their games against the Boston Celtics. Well, saying, they, yeah, saying it was a funeral game. Yeah. Oh, they were going to bury them. <laughs> come on. Uh, and so... They did it before one game and beat the Celtics. And then when they played in the play in the second round of the playoffs, the Celtics were up three two, and the Celtics wore all black to their game in D.C. and then lost. Yeah. Oops. Uh, the Wizards were also referring to themselves as Death Row D.C. Mm-hmm. last year. Come uh, on, guys! And they had a fake. They had a fake night, night that would <laughs> walk out with them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fake Suge Knight. If you're out there, we would love to have you on Round Ball Rock. Um, oh, they also each now have one of those twins. Those brothers, twins. Those identical twins. Oh, so it's twin on twin? Yeah. Mar- That's well, all I needed to know. You buried the lead. Yeah, I no. for- <laughs> uh, Markeith is on the Wizards. Marcus is on the Celtics. They have almost the same name. Do you name. think they fight about who got the better name? Because they're close, but like. That's a tight. That's a tight race. They don't fight about anything. I love. They it. have identical tattoos. Oh, again, um, that yeah. doesn't make things easier for me as a basketball viewer. <laughs> <dealer. laughs> um, the other thing about the uh, these teams is they're both kind of like good, but not that good. They're like little brothery kind of. Yeah, because both of them are probably going to eventually lose to LeBron in the in the playoffs, sure. and they kind of know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it should be interesting. The Celtics uh, are having a little bit of a rough stretch after being really good at the beginning of the year. Oh, also they signed a high profile free agent, and he shattered his ankle like five <sighs> minutes into the season. Whoops! Yeah, um, it was really sad. Yeah, I so I remember it's... that. Uh, <laughs> I just have a series of memories of like basketball clips where it's like fuzzy over something terrible in a video, yeah. and I'm like, no, I don't ever. Uh, nope. no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of wonder sometimes about uh, a Christmas Day being played in America's most Catholic city, but I they mean, don't. There's money to be made. The NBA is much more of a religion there, right? 
but you can you you can go to church. You go to mass first. You go to midnight mass anyway. Yeah, you're right. That game's at like five p.m. Yeah. Eastern time. So everybody's gotten their presents yeah, okay. and stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. the fans, I think, will be extremely drunk. Plus, look, yes, that's it. Might right. be America's most Catholic city, but it also has a history of getting together to scream at black people. Oh so, yeah, that's yeah, actually that's, the biggest. That's, yeah, tradition, honestly, that's so. two traditions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boston, oh, the Boston. worst place in the world. All right. Uh, yeah, but you want to watch that. John Wall is the best guy on the Wizards. On the Wizards and and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is the best guy on so the So that'll Celtics. be kind of fun. Like, one guy is uh, a real quick offensive powerhouse. He's a great shooter. And the other guy is, like, the best athlete in the NBA who <laughs> has, like, scary blocks and dunks and kind of can't shoot at all. Yeah. So <laughs> one guy's terrible at defense. One guy's amazing at defense. So they're a nice, like, doppelganger matchup. Yeah. And they both play point guard. Yeah. So they have the ball all the time. So how do you do, how are they both point guards and they have totally opposite skill sets? It's, I love this sport yeah. and I don't understand it <laughs> at all. You don't uh, have to explain it to me. Well, I'm and the sure funny that there part are very is, logical reasons. So but the, that's just one of those way, like. Yeah. <laughs> so the other funny part is, so John Wall is very good at passing, yeah. and Kyrie Irving is only good at shooting. Yeah, he started <laughs> to pass a little more this year, but that was his thing of when he was on Cleveland. I think I think part of the frustration in the LeBron Kyrie dynamic mm-hmm. was that LeBron is the best player in basketball, and Kyrie is good at having the ball all the time and not passing. Right. That so is, that, that's uh, just an inherent... necessarily right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> an inherent contradiction there. Uh, all right, what's our next game, Sean? That's, oh, it's also a wizard versus a leprechaun, if you go. Oh, yeah. So oh, I do like that. Yeah. That's like an interesting <laughs> mythological matchup. Honestly, that's weirdly complicated. Yeah. yeah. Wizards, powerful. Leprechauns, wily. A Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, okay, so the next game is the Houston Rockets. First place team in the Western Conference by half a game playing the Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City. Okay, so remember how we were talking about that last team being that last game being uh, two teams that kind of know they're going to eventually lose to LeBron. Mm -hmm. This is the Western Conference version of that. It's two teams who are just both probably going to lose to the Golden State Warriors. Well, these are two teams that have intensely revamped their teams in the offseason where um, you probably know Russell Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder. You'd he think was, I would. Well, he's uh, <laughs> he he looks like a handsome Ninja Turtle. Okay. He, he won the MVP last year. Yeah, he was a fashion plate. He's really fun to watch because he's like, like it's like watching a bullet play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also like a bullet coming out of a gun you're firing really fast and not aiming that much <laughs> so uh it makes it wildly exciting they added uh carmelo anthony stop snitching himself from the Knicks. mr stop snitch <laughs> and they added a guy named paul george the best player on the indiana pacers yeah okay. and this alignment of people was like we got three they stars were like together. yeah this is how we're gonna counter the golden state warriors and it has not worked. They are at sixteen all. and fifteen <laughs> so far. It's, they're not figuring out the mix yet. Uh, the Houston Rockets added Chris Paul, mm-hmm. former Clipper superstar, okay. to their team, and they have James Harden, right? One of the best players in the NBA, who is known for his uh, gigantic beard. Yes, he's yeah, been very familiar with his beard. Yeah. yeah, he's been really good, except for the year after he was dating Khloe Kardashian during well, the summer. I mean. Yeah, Come and on. he he was kind of like I think when that happened, he was like basically hungover until Christmas, yeah. <laughs> just from like the accumulated 
bad emotional thing. nightmare. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they added Chris Paul. Chris Paul was on the Clippers, mm-hmm. who famously would just flame out against the Golden State Warriors every year. Okay. And yeah. the Rockets also would flame out against the Golden State Warriors every year. And their idea is if we bring these two together. Maybe we won't They'll flame, yeah. out. flame out even brighter. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they have been awesome. Yeah, they've been very, very good. They shoot tons of threes. They score tons of points. Uh, they play super fast. They have this coach named Mike D'Antoni, uh-huh. who's like, uh, he very famously uh, runs this off like exciting offensive system, and is like, uh, he sounds kind of like a moron when he talks. He has, like, a West Virginia accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also, like, played in Italy. He was a star yeah. in Italy. <laughs> sure, but, why not? But he's always like, yeah, we're just going to get Chris the ball and have a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, that's, like, his entire strategy. <laughs> so if you watch a movie about basketball, it's always going to be, like, a coach insisting that you work the ball around and you pass four times. And Mike D'Antoni's system is you should probably shoot the ball within the first seven seconds we have it. If you're open, don't pass. Just take that shot. I'm going to bench you if you don't shoot when you're open. Okay. Yeah. So they're really fun. Yeah. Um, oh, and also the other thing that um, it's always kind of a big deal when these teams met in the playoffs last year and uh, James Harden was a bench player on Oklahoma City. They did not want to pay him, so they traded him to the Houston Rockets. Oops. And, uh, yeah, like like basically the fortunes of those franchises flipped at that point. Yeah. Ultimately, I would say that led to Kevin Durant joining the Warriors as well because it just, like, that Total was the thing that cards. made Yeah, he yeah. lost confidence in the ownership because they had gone to the finals and played LeBron's team, and they lost – four to one but all their guys were really young and then they traded one of their three stars oops and then yeah yeah kind of fell apart uh but that game should be fun uh the thunder are kind of sad the thunder are kind of sad <laughs> but they uh <laughs> russell westbrook tends to play pretty well when the bright lights are shining i would say and he also i mean i could see him scoring 45 points and i could see him taking 45 shots yeah either way which is a lot (laughs) yes yes that sounds like a lot both of those numbers sound high yeah so and i would say that probably what will happen is either oklahoma city will win a very close game or the rockets will win by by 35 points (laughs) so this is a nice dinner matchup because you're kind of going to know at halftime what's going to go on okay gotcha yeah go ahead and just flip over to a christmas story (laughs) if uh russell westbrook's looking real pouty All right, what's our next matchup, Sean? Uh, our final matchup of the day is the Minnesota Timberwolves, who who that's the team that Carl Anthony Towns plays for, uh, at the Los Angeles Lakers. This okay. is a terrible matchup. Well, it's the only. I, it's hard to find what the parallel is here because it's really uh, ESPN wants to have a Los Angeles team playing. Sure. Yes. And the Clippers got more depressing this year uh i guess you can say that the lakers used to play in minneapolis although that was like 50 years ago that's why they're called the lakers yes yeah that does stand to reason yeah uh so it's like the only people who are invested in that rivalry are 68 years old or yeah um on the plus side yes 
uh we get to dis- we get to explain to Caitlin Lavar Ball right now, right? Oh, okay. Um, yes. So have you heard of Lavar Ball yet? I've heard of Lavar Ball. I know that there is a player named Lavar Ball. No, that's the 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 <laughs> That the dad is Levar Ball. The dad is the LeVar son Ball. is Lonzo Ball. Okay, got it. And there are two other balls, <laughs> uh, Leangelo and Lamelo, who are not in the NBA yet. Well, because one is fifteen and yeah. one is eighteen, okay. and by rule they can't be in the NBA right. yet. But they're going to be in the NBA. Mm. <laughs> they're not. Their their older brother is very good at basketball. And the other ones are like... 15 and 18 is what they are. Yeah. They're children. One of them scored... What did he score? Like 90 points in a high school game? Yeah. But uh, they also just... <laughs> the They're all from Chino Hills, uh-huh. okay. which is the upscale suburb of Chino. Is that right? I believe that's correct. Where yeah. the bad kid from the OC is from. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also... Uh, I believe that's where Tyrese's character in The Fast and the Furious is from. Yeah, I think that's Chino, accurate. yeah. Yeah. There's also a prison there. Yes, yeah. there is a prison. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> LeVar Ball, yeah. so he has this son named Lonzo that the Lakers picked. Um, and, oh, man, I don't even know where to start. So he relentlessly self-promotes himself. Uh, he has. He started his own shoe brand called, called the Big, Big Baller, Baller brand. brand. Yeah. Uh, Did the dad also play? No. Or is this just a guy who's determined to make his three sons basketball players? He played a couple games in the World League of American Football, which (laughs) was this (laughs) short-lived NFL European spinoff. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's like the Joni Loves Chachi of the the NFL. (laughs) Um, And he only played a couple of games. Um, But he makes a lot of audacious claims with the idea that, like, the more they're talking about the Ball family, the better. So he said... He could beat Michael Jordan in a game of one-on-one. Uh-huh. He uh-huh. also specified how he could do it. <laughs> um, he said that Lonzo Ball was better than Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some of his other claims. Like, uh, this week he claimed that he was going to start a league for high school basketball stars so they didn't have to go to college. because yeah, he pulled his kids out of high school. Yeah. And people were like, wow. To train for the NBA. But it became very clear that <laughs> he hadn't done anything he just didn't, he just had a logo for yeah. the league sure which okay. was his son Lonzo yeah and then <laughs> he said he was planning to have 10 teams and play at a bunch of NBA arenas but there weren't like any arrangements made with those or arenas. or he didn't really specify what cities sure, sure. so he basically like wrote league for high school kids exclamation point on a napkin that uh-huh. honestly, and then it sounds like more career planning than i've done for myself that's actually a comedian so okay fair. well and you know the thing is people continue to report on it all the time <laughs> <laughs> so i mean when he started selling the shoes were wildly expensive and he had not manufactured five hundred dollars for a pair of <laughs> Big baller brand shoes. Zotus, yeah. Which which also, to be clear, barely exist. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how many of those shoes have even shipped at this point? I don't know it's if It's not any even have. clear if any have. Yeah. yeah. It's all... Because <laughs> because it's another thing where it's like, don't you need, like, a supply chain? Yeah. But he his theory is basically you say something and you can just wish it into existence. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong, honestly. And he put up, a, when Kobe Bryant was having his jersey retired, he posted a graphic of himself and his sons uh, all looking up as their numbers were also being retired. 
<laughs> for the Lakers. <laughs> Meanwhile, his son is not playing college basketball. He was kicked out of UCLA for shoplifting. Oops. Oh, I guess in China. In China. Yeah. Uh, and then you're he, lucky you just got kicked out of college for that. And the the teenagers are now playing in Lithuania yeah. next month. Yeah, in a small <laughs> village in Lithuania that does not speak English. So, just it's all it's like there's a writers' room at the ball house, and they're just throwing out scenarios. Yeah. and Lavar's like, "Yeah, all right, we'll do this this week." <laughs> but the only thing that can't happen is. People to not talk about the ball family. Yeah. Yes. So whether he does badly or whether he does well, it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. And he's kind of good and he's kind of terrible. Yeah, he's a rookie in the NBA. Like, So he does some cool things, but he also shoots a in a real in crazy yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so this will be an interesting game because uh, the Lakers have a bunch of young potential stars. And then Minnesota has some young guys who are much closer to being stars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, and also, I bet LeVar Ball will be there dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He was like, <laughs> like as, a, as an example, the Lakers played in uh, New York last week, and he was constantly, like, high-fiving and embracing Spike Lee. New York <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's, like, a clown, but also it seems like... It's kind of working, but then at the same time, you're like, I don't really know if there's a long-range plan for any of no. it. Does there need to be? I mean, he'll speak it into existence. Yeah. I mean, they have a Facebook Live sh reality show. Yeah. Ball yeah. in the family. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. That yeah. one hurt. I felt that in my body. And really, if it's like, like, is it that big a deal that this 15-year-old isn't going to high school where he probably wasn't really... <laughs> like much of it. Thriving? Or like, or like, like, high school sucks, man. Like, yeah. whatever. You went to Europe instead? That's awesome. <laughs> that is pretty cool. That is, I, honestly, yeah. That's and honestly, cool. college basketball kind of sucks, too. Yeah, so. I'm anti-college basketball. Now, I don't, I don't know that this is going to be beneficial long-term, and it's kind of a bad sign when, like, this early in your basketball career, it's kind of becoming a carnival, but... It also Enjoy sort of seems, yeah. It sort of seems like these guys could be just signed for name recognition yeah. indefinitely. Yeah, I'm sure there's enough teams that want butts and seats as much as they want wins on the board. Yeah. like that. <laughs> and as hated as he is, there's like nothing really wrong that that any of them have ever, except for the shoplifting is like by far the worst <laughs> offense. He seems like he's like a really good dorky dad. Yeah, you That's just what happen it to like, just the super fan dad. Yeah, uh, times <laughs> eleven. And usually that guy just doesn't have access to courtside seats. Yes, but yeah. but yeah, you'll see that guy at a high school game. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> you will. And I feel like he embodies a lot of dads, just yeah. with more. Apparently, Joe Montana is like that as a basketball dad too, just yelling in the stands, very demonstrative. And his children are also talented, but not really professional level. That's kind of cute. <laughs> I think Joe Montana, though, is like uh, really curses a lot. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm going to guess there's a bit of a temper there. Real squeaky clean image, real foul mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like Nixon. Behind picket fences, you know. All right, guys. So that's our Christmas Day matchups. Yeah. Uh, if you are a basketball fan who needs to impress non-basketball fans, uh, one thing that worked on me this year, go ahead and pull up that clip of all the sons that started moving at the same time 
Uh, oh, do you remember that? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't, maybe you guys talked about it. But it's just a clip of everybody starting motion at, at the exactly same exact the same time. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched it for about half an hour. <laughs> so if you want to quiet everybody down and just really focus on the game for a minute, you pull that up on your phone and you hand it to every relative that doesn't watch basketball and then listen to them to go like, oh, my God, for yeah. like a, a good long while. Yeah, so things you should things you should Google to show your family about yes. the NBA. Uh, Google, uh, go to you, all just on YouTube. And yep. the NBA does not like They're care you can yeah. share everything uh trevor booker shot yeah that's good that's a really good one to look at um china clay thompson uh-huh all of those are good <laughs> from clay thompson's trip that's very endearing um these are very useful this these is are useful help your yeah. basketball like to family. hook people uh is there a good laker clip this year this year no oh yeah larry nance dunk Okay. And there will be a lot of options uh-huh. for that to see, like, <laughs> this guy who's a son of an NBA player, kind of, like, not, like, particularly good at any NBA skill except, Dunking like, on every people. month there's just a crazy <laughs> monster dunk. And he kind of looks like he's, like, an Avatar creature, too. He has that build. <laughs> Excuse me, the Avatar build. Uh, yeah, I think those are, those are, like, some good, yeah, family ones. Well, thank you guys. I might even watch basketball this year. Uh, think about it. it. You don't have to, yeah. but think about it. It's not fun a lot unless of good, you guys are there. A lot of good narratives this yeah. year. <laughs> Joey, do you do you think the who do you think is going to win the Cavs Warriors game? I think probably the Cavs actually, because Steph Curry's not playing. Yeah. Oh well, Merry which Christmas means they'll anyway, win Joey. the finals. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see. You just knocked on wood, listeners. I want you to know that Joey just knocked on wood. <laughs> He tried to stop himself, but he didn't. Uh, Caitlin, anything you want to plug? Oh God, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> uh, where? What? What's your? Where, where can people find you on the internet? At Robot Caitlin on Twitter. At Caitlin Estall on Instagram. At Caitlin Gill on Facebook. If you must, but I will ignore you there. And uh, my website is CaitlinGillComedy.com. There's a schedule. Yeah. Maybe I'm coming near you. Yeah, look at the calendar. Sean, anything you want to plug? Uh, you can come see the business in Los Angeles, uh, starting. We're we're off for Christmas and January first, but then you can check it out there. Uh, and also, uh, weekly or more frequently columns on yardbarker.com. I will have a column about the Christmas gay, day games up on the twenty seventh. And uh, we as Round Ball Rock will be back in the new year. Yeah. Right? Uh, this is probably our last episode of the year. Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll see. But yeah, probably. Uh, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, <laughs> where this week I tweeted, not much worse than when you order eggs over hard and they come out over easy. Nasty. <laughs> Damn, Frankie's getting nasty in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright. All it is to ride and sing and sing a song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a 
Jingle. 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 Bells. Lizzie. <laughs> hey, to everybody out there, big people, little people, everybody, from all of us to all of you. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. Boom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.